What's up, everybody? Honorado and Company. It's Chris Honorado. It's Ashley Miller. Ash, a huge show this week. <laughs> it's not every day you get a Hall of Famer on the show, right? I mean, other than us. But <laughs> uh, Ithaca College Hall of Fame, does that count for anything? No, probably not. Are you really in? Yeah, I think they put everybody in. How did I not know that? No. I'm not getting into any, I'm not even in the Shaker Hall of Fame. I'm not getting into a Syracuse Hall of Fame anyway. Well, we need to figure out the Shaker situation. I don't, they just recently started putting people in for non-athletics. So like my friend Jen is in for athletics. I okay. was not good enough to be in for athletics. You can then be in for non-athletics, just your life's work, which I'm not All sure right. I'm qualified to be in for that. Either. We're going to start building the accomplishment list <laughs> and we'll send it on over to uh, to Shaker High School. Yeah. Uh, Tracy McGrady, the NBA Hall of Famer on Honorado and Company this week. He's got a really cool thing called the Ones Basketball League that has a local tie. You don't want to miss that. That's coming up in about 15 minutes or so. We've, of course, got our Popeye's Louisiana Fast Minute, our performance industrial Dirty Difficult done. We had a trade in the NFL. The NBA was full of free agency and uh -huh. trade moves, including our guy Kevin Herter. We are all over it this week on Honorado and Company. Let's go. is Honorado and Company, brought to you by Alpen House. The Hall of Famer Tracy McGrady on the way on this week's show, fired up to catch up with T-Mac. What a, it was, it was a great conversation we had yeah. with him. It is worth sticking around for, for sure, as a Troy High grad goes to Vegas next week to compete for $250,000 in the title of the Ones Basketball League champion. We'll talk with T-Mac here coming up shortly. But Ash, we start with the start with the NBA and there was a lot that went down late last week in particular yes. of course our guy Kevin Herter getting traded from the Hawks to the Kings. Uh the timing of the the act itself didn't surprise me. The timing yeah. of it surprised me a little bit. Uh, and then the destination on top of that was maybe the biggest shocker to a lot of people in the capital region who thought, boy, they just traded our guy and he's going to Sacramento, the franchise that hasn't made the playoffs. They're the longest playoff drought out of any team in the four North American major sports. Is well, this good or bad for Cap? Isn't that the Mariners? Didn't we decide that? Oh, Mariners longer. So the NBA for sure, but for Mariners sure. longer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, is this good or bad for Kev? Uh, I personally, I think it's good. It, it took me a minute to get there, but you quickly realize I'm not sure Atlanta is a championship team, no matter what way you cut it. So I think for his basketball, for his playing time, for just expanding his game and allowing him to get on the court and really shine, I think this is a really good move for Kev. He will not be a sixth man. He will not come off the bench. He will start for this team. Uh, he, I think he can be more aggressive instead of being maybe so passive because you have a guy like Trey Young. I yep. think it will just allow him to shine a little more than maybe he did in Atlanta. At least that's what I hope for him. Yeah, I think so too. I think anytime, you know, look, when a team drafts you, they obviously make it very clear that they want you. Yep. Um, 
there was a little bit of a shift when Lord Lloyd Pierce was fired mm-hmm. in Atlanta. And so you had a little bit of a change in philosophy and who fits best. And then they bring in Gallinari and Bogdanovich. And I think even back then you start to wonder, do I fit here long-term or not? Yeah. Then you get the contract. And I think you say, okay, they want me here. But above all of that, I think when a team trades for you, it is a clear signal, not that, and not that Sacramento gave up much. I'll throw it back up here. Not that Sacramento yeah, gave up a lot to get him, okay? Something. This was a, a salary cap move in some ways for Atlanta because, hey, one, we don't have a ton of minutes for the guy. Two, we probably are long-term going to need some of this money to keep DeJounte Murray, who we just yeah. traded for. So let's make a trade. But I, I, but I, I really feel like Sacramento is telling us all, and Kevin, most importantly, we want you here. We are going to play you. We're going to give you every opportunity to help us get into the Western Conference playoffs. And I I, I like the setup playing along with De'Aaron Fox more mm-hmm. than I like Trey Young yep. because Fox doesn't shoot 30-footers. Fox mm-hmm. doesn't get it over half court and immediately start looking at the rim. De'Aaron Fox also plays a little more defense. So mm-hmm. I, I like the fact that he's going to be – alongside a guy like De'Aaron Fox, a Davian Mitchell, who's defense first as well. Kevin, along with Malik Monk, who the Kings mm-hmm. signed this offseason, those are the two best three-point shooters on the team now. So yep. if you're getting a shot from the outside, it's likely Kevin or Malik. Yeah, and we've talked about a guy like DeMontis Sabonis, who I think Love. is a young star in this league. Um, there are a lot of, I'm not going to say names, because there may not be like super household names yet, But this could be a really interesting combination. You're going to get a a lot of young guys who nobody views as superstars, and maybe they can use that and come together and take that kind of to the next level because you've got a lot of very good players versus, you know, two great players and then a bunch of, like, guys who are going to be role players off the bench. This is five or six guys who are very good players. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. And, you know, you look at the record last year, it wasn't great. Um, Mm -hmm. I I think it – it finds a way to get better. We like Mike Brown as a head coach. You know, he's going to get another run at this thing. Yep. Um, okay. We'll see. Uh, we're, we're in agreement. This, the situation is not as bad in Sacramento on, uh, as it appeared on the surface. No, I, I think. I don't think so. Yeah. All right. Uh, we will get to the Baker Mayfield trade from Cleveland to Carolina. Um, don't go away. Hang out for that. Tracy McGrady coming up in about 10 minutes here on Honorado and company in terms of the other NBA free agency and trade moves. Yeah. Anything else that really jumped out to you? I'll throw mine out there that I thought, well, that's interesting. That That is a, that is an approach that no other team in the NBA is currently taking. And that was Minnesota's trade for Rudy yeah. Gobert. I thought, yeah. Gobert and Towns, do they fit? How do they fit? Are they on the floor at the same time? Is this a a twin tower situation? Uh, Tim Duncan, David Robinson in San Antonio, which worked 20 Mm -hmm. years ago. Uh, Is Minnesota trying to do that? Does this take defensive and rebounding pressure off Cat so he can be a little more offensive minded? He got a big contract. Minnesota gave up a ton to get Rudy Gobert. They're clearly invested in this move. That one to me, I thought, now that is in. I don't know that it works, but that's interesting. Yeah, it, it is interesting. And I think maybe it ends up working for both teams because, listen, they gave up a haul, but it's nothing that will be immediately detrimental to the Minnesota Timberwolves. It's five players who I love Patrick Beverly. Um, they gave up Walker Kessler, who was a, a pick from this year. 
four first round picks is Which what is, is going to get them. That's the max you're allowed to yeah. trade in the NBA. I mean, four that's ones. what will get them if they don't win in the next two or three years. Um, because it's not like Towns and Gobert are super young guys. They're not, right. you know, second or third year in the league. Uh, but I love this for the Utah Jazz. I love it for the Utah Jazz because they have immediately signified a rebuild around Donovan Mitchell. And I think it'll happen pretty quickly. The guys that they got from this trade are decent enough, but those four first round picks are going to be huge for them in the coming years. So hopefully they build them back up and build them up quickly because I've liked the jazz in past years. They just, listen, it's proven they haven't gotten there anyway. So now you lose Quinn Snyder. You might as well kind of start fresh and see if you can redo this thing some other way, because it's not going to work as it was previously constructed. I agree. You tried it, and I liked Utah to go deep into the playoffs in previous years. It never happened. Yep. You know, Ingles would get banged up. They, he ends up in Milwaukee. Sneaky, sneaky move there, I think, for the Bucks. A guy who probably comes off the bench for them, able to knock down shots mid-30s. Um, and now Gobert is, and I'm with you, it's, it's a signal towards something of a rebuild in Utah. They're, they're obviously pushing all in on a guy like Donovan Mitchell. I'm good with that too. Go get him a little bit of help. Yeah. The other move that I really liked, Chris, and I think, I don't know if it's an underrated move, but Malcolm Brogdon to the Celtics for me kind of solidifies mm. like, because the Celtics are already a finals team. This is a big get for them. It's a guy, he's a big guard. He's a guy who can play defense. I, I love this for the Boston Celtics. I like that. That's, that's a good call too. Brogdon steady at the point guard position. Yeah. Smart move there. All right, when we come back here on Honorado and Company, uh, the Dirty Difficult Done, brought to you by Performance Industrial and our guy Bill Miller up in South Glens Falls with an Albany location as well. The Triple Ds, where are we going? Dirty Difficult Done is next here on Honorado and Company. Hang on, everyone. Alpenhaus RV is celebrating 58 years of family fun and camping during our anniversary sale. Shop big anniversary savings on an even bigger selection of RVs. Choose from new 2022 Avenger travel trailers for $194 a month and new 2022 Colorado travel trailers for $228 a month. Plus, all 2020 and newer RVs come with our exclusive lifetime warranty. Proudly serving you since 1964 and generations to come. Don't miss our 58th anniversary sale at Alpenhaus RV. And now back to Honorado and Company, brought to you by Alpenhaus. Shout out to our people at Alpenhaus, Andy Heck and Katie Osborne, been good to the show and they've been good to the Capital Region, as you just saw in that spot for a very long time, hooking people up with RVs and pools and anything you could possibly need for the outdoor living experience. Great people at Alpenhaus in Amsterdam and Clifton Park, where we do our show at least once a month. Uh, All right, some quick hellos here. Roll call. Sam's watching. We know Sam's watching. Good morning to you. Good morning, Carol. I saw Sam last night. The J-Man as well. Good morning, Jay. Yeah, and Sam did say, hey, fun to spend a little bit of time with Ash at the Patrol Had a quick chat. Had a quick chat. It was cl- very close to the 620 live time. So I, it was uh, only yeah. a two or three minutes, uh, but it was nice to see him and his lovely bride. Yeah, for sure. Okay. And more on the Patroons, more on Kevin Herter still to come on today's show, as well as Tracy McGrady. But mm-hmm. Ash, it is dirty, difficult, done time. 
brought to you by Performance Industrial. And now, Dirty, Difficult, and Done. Presented by Performance Industrial. No matter the job, it can never be too dirty or too difficult. Bill Miller and his team at Performance Industrial will get the job done. All right, Ash, you are up first here and the Triple Ds. Take it away. I'm going dirty because this guy, I can never get enough. I I don't feel like you can ever talk enough about Shohei Otani. This guy has not allowed an earned run in four consecutive starts, 28 and two-thirds innings. It's the third longest streak by an Angels pitcher in the last 50 years. He allowed one unearned run Wednesday night as we are live on a Thursday morning Mm -hmm. with 10 strikeouts against the Marlins. He's just filthy. Listen, if this guy isn't on the mound for the LA Angels, they're not winning. Since June, (laughs) when he starts, Shohei and the Angels are 5-1. and When anyone else starts, they're 6-21. and If he's not pitching and driving in all the runs for that matter, they're not winning because you know what? Even Mike Trout, he's continued to struggle. They're on a, a road trip here. And in five games, Trout is one for 21 with 13 strikeouts. Mm. So it's going all kinds of bad for Trout, all kinds of good for Shohei, but Shohei is not getting enough help. Yeah, which is same old story Uh in Anaheim, right? Superstars who just don't have enough around them to succeed at a higher level than on the personal level. Uh Otani's an MVP. He's a rookie of the year. He's another worldly star. The same as Mike Trout was both. Rookie of the year, MVP. Will they ever win? Will they ever make the postseason? You just outweigh. You just laid it out there. Not at this clip. No, and I mean, luckily for Shohei, he is going to be let loose a lot sooner than Mike Trout. But I I talked about this the other day on a podcast. Trout knew what he was getting into. He's getting paid, and he signed that contract. He is stuck in purgatory with the Los Angeles Angels. Shohei, my guess is Shohei is not going to re-sign there because he's going to want to go somewhere he can win. And it's not like Trout wouldn't have gotten paid as much somewhere else. Teams would have backed up the Brinks truck for him. But, you know, look, when you spend a good amount of your life in one location, it's the team that drafted you. It's what you know. It's what you're comfortable in. And I think, too, I'm going to give him more credit on top of just what sounds like you're kind of being complacent. I think you're motivated. Like, hey, we haven't done it here. I don't want to bail quotes on this situation. I want to find a way to get this franchise to a World Series and maybe even win it. So, I'm not, I, yeah, I, I don't, we're neither one of us completely bagging on Trout, but you're no, right. No, no. The writing was clear that you're yep. probably not going to win here, dude. Yeah, no, I am just always like people, I feel bad. I don't feel bad for him. That's what he chose. He chose a whole lot of money in a place there he wanted to be in California. Good for him. But you have to know what you're getting into when you get into it. He knows that organization. You kind of knew where they had been in the last 20 years. They hadn't done a lot since Mike Zosha. Um right. So I don't know. I don't feel bad for him. Good for him for continuing to try and to try to get them there. But with those contracts, some like him, Rendon and Shohei, what they would have to pay him even, you know, on the next contract, you can't afford anybody else. Yeah. All right. Here we go. My dirty, difficult, done. Do it. Love her. Brought to you by Performance Industrial here. Difficult. She's this also is, dirty. This is, she is also dirt filthy. This is div Sabrina Ionescu has, Three 
triple doubles. That matches the WNBA career record. Now, here's what has changed. She has two this year. Candace Parker has two this year as well. These numbers are increasing. The Liberty put up, what, 116 on a Wednesday night in mm -hmm. Las Vegas, one of the best teams in the league, the Aces. So that was a great night for the franchise. And UNESCO goes triple-double with 31 points, not a single turnover. So she's doing something that is going to be done quite a bit in my opinion, now in the WNBA, and that is more triple doubles. But she is doing it at a higher level than I think the other players in yeah. the WNBA will achieve. So you're going to see more triple doubles. Yep. Uh, it, it is the way of basketball in both the NBA and the WNBA. Uh, but but Ionescu is still unique in the way she's going to compile some of these numbers. From the yeah, point guard position, not turning the ball over. Yep going for 30 plus to still get the rebounds you know she she's still just a little bit of a different player than the league has seen that's why she went number one overall out of Oregon a few years ago yeah and I think the biggest thing is I, I understand that the game is trending that way and and we will see more triple doubles but think about this she tied Candace Parker Candace Parker's been in the league since 2008 so even if it was like one a year you know what I mean I'm not saying it has to happen a lot but these are she's tying records that there are players who've been in the league for 14, 15 years, yep. and she's already got it two, three years into her career. So uh, my guess is she continues that pace. And even if everyone else kind of ups the ante, she's going to be far and away ahead of that, uh, that record. Yeah, I think so. She is fun to watch. Oh, we, we should go to the again. show. We've talked we'll about it. I think we'll maybe get her on the show. That would be fantastic. I'm going to work on that. That might be, that might be something we can do. Um, all right, let's take a quick, quick time out here on Honor Auto and Company. When we come back, the Hall of Famer, Tracy McGrady, will join T the show. Hang on, everyone. Back in a minute with T-Mac. Teams. Athletes. Organizations. We're transforming the custom apparel industry through products and purpose. Claim your crown. I don't care what kind of stories that's been told on you. That may be a lot of things in life you used to do. Six carbs and 95 calories. And now back to Honorado and Company. Brought to you by Alpenhouse. Welcome back to Honorado and Company. Ash, we have had the blessing of talking with Hall of Famers like Jerome Bettis and Terrell Davis in the NFL, uh, NBA coaches who have had great success in yep. that league, current baseball players, current NBA players for that matter. Yep. But I'm, you know me, I love my hoops. <laughs> I have not been as fired up about a guest as I am for Tracy McGrady. I'll say, and you're a 90s hoops guy, so this is like right in your wheelhouse. 
this is totally you. I get it. Bring them in, man. Don't wait. All right. Let's 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 not <laughs> wait then. Let's get Tracy McGrady, the Hall of Famer, onto the show here on Honor Auto and Company in Albany, New York. T Mac, man, this is an absolute blast for us. Thank you for jumping on. Oh, thank you guys for having me. So we are here to talk to you about your ones basketball league. But the first question I just have to get out of the way here is give me the team or maybe even the specific defender that you like just salivated over knowing you were going to go get buckets that night. <laughs> I think that was uh, all the teams, really. Uh, but one team in particular, um, I have two teams because I played in the Eastern Conference and I played in the Western Conference. So when I was playing for Orlando, I always looked forward to playing against Detroit. Detroit at that time went to six Eastern Conference finals, and I think they had like two finals appearance. Very tough defensive team. So playing against them was a, a challenge to try to figure them out, and we had some huge battles. Even played them in the playoffs, up 3-1, lost that league and, and lost in the seven-game series to them. Um, but it, we had some, some incredible battles. Out West, it's no, no other than, you know, competing against San Antonio Spurs kind of built the same great defensive teams, you know, just a well-oiled machine, great coach team. And, uh, you know, with San Antonio, I had one of probably one of my greatest games with the, the 13 and 35 comeback. So over those years, we had some amazing battles as well. Yeah, we thought Reggie Miller's performance at the Garden in the final whatever amount of time. He, but you're 13 and 35 seconds, man. That's otherworldly. Yeah, yeah. that You know, that – that was uh, manifested in the offseason, man, just putting in that that work. And when you go into the season, it's just the unknown. You just don't know what you're, you're capable of doing because I put in so much work. That's what manifested into. T-Mac, now retired, but we know what you're some of what you're doing uh, in retirement here, and that's the Ones Basketball League. We'll get into our local guy in just a sec, but what was the genesis for this one-on-one -on -one basketball league, why create it? Why now? Why, why was it so important to you? Well, it's so important to me is because I understand how difficult it is uh, for us basketball players, for athletes, period, to, to try to make it and live out your dream. Um, I was fortunate enough to have somebody believe in my ability and give me that opportunity to pursue my dream. Everybody that don't, doesn't get that opportunity, and I want to provide that for these hoopers that still have a, a great passion for it, still dream about fulfilling their dream and, and living that out. And, um, and and on the flip side of that, I have a 16-year-old, I have a 13-year-old uh, sons, and they don't watch the NBA. They don't watch NCAA basketball. That, like these guys can't sit and watch two and a half hours of live content. They just can't do it. So this is perfect for the Gen Zers, uh, short form, it's quick, it's fast, and this is what, you know, these guys resonate to right now. And I, I just think that is why it's perfect timing for us to be talking about one-on-one -on -one basketball. Yeah, I mean, the rules of this take me back to my driveway. It takes a lot of people back to the playground, like playing to seven. That is quick. Ones and twos. Uh, it, it's not winners out, which I kind of like. It's a little more balanced here. You don't get that, that dominant, you, right? You're the second person to say winners out. I've never heard of that. What oh. like I'm I'm I grew up in Florida and for us is make it take it. Okay. A, a guy from the West Coast from the Bay Area 
told me about Winners Out. I was like, I've, I've never heard of that before. So you're the second guy to talk Winners Out. I've never. <laughs> He's that's a Jersey crazy. guy, so that's weird. Yeah, you got West yeah. Coast and Jersey saying it. I know. Same. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was it was Winners Out. Uh, you, but I get it. Make it or take it. Um, but yeah, this is. I mean, you talk about quick. This is quick, and I, and I've seen the video. I'm going to show some of these pictures here because I don't know who's having more fun, dude, you or the players throughout this one's basketball regional that you've had in the finals coming up in Las Vegas the middle of next month. But uh, it's frenetic, right, T-Mac? Yeah. I mean, this is like, you know, the NBA I, on steroids. Uh, listen, man, this is so fun to watch. I mean, you're, you're, look, you're watching guys that are making a name for themselves in real time like their 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 lives is changing in real time, and we're seeing this mm. the the progression of these guys. I, I see the joy in them, and with them being you know happy and 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 grateful for this opportunity, it's just fulfilling me, and just you know really giving me the answers that I I I thought I knew, but mm. now I know because of what I'm getting back from these guys and I'm just so, I told them I'm a fan. I, I look forward to watching these guys play every weekend. Um, it's just a joy to watch, man. And knowing that what's, you know, on the greater side of this is really changing their lives. T-Mac, I, I said this to Chris before you even came on and I said, man, if you're like a six, two guard, you gotta be dreading going up against a six, eight, <laughs> six, nine, six, 10 guy. Are you surprised at all, though, at how well guards handle themselves or some of the, the smaller guys handle themselves and just kind of use their quickness? Because I, I did initially think, oh, that's not a good matchup. But Chris said a lot of guards would salivate at that. Yeah, so it's one-on-one uh, it, -on -one basketball really favors the guards. Like if, if you're a big, if you're a 6'9", 6'8", 6'9", type guy and you don't have that lateral quickness or quickness at all, you have 12 second shot clock. So the guards can shoot the ball. Yeah. You know, if the ball goes long, more than likely the guard is going to get the ball. They're going to outwork you because they're, they're faster. They're quicker. Um, but we, we don't, I've been fortunate enough to have sort of same size all across the board in our league, which, you know, I'm, I'm glad we did it that way. Mm -hmm. I don't, I want to see skill work, right? I want to see guys, you know, portray their skills instead of guys backing down and, and trying to be the bully of, of OBL. So I'm, I'm just thankful that we have, you know, pretty much even height all across the board. All right, let's throw some video of our guy, Zach Rads, in here. He was a News Channel 13 all-star of the station. We work at TMAC. He uh, it reached out to us and was like, hey, man, I'm playing in this OBL thing that TMAC started, and I'm going to Las Vegas to play for a quarter of a million dollars. I'm like... Zach, let's catch up, man. It's been a little while. Uh, how about this kid, huh? Listen, Zach has a big heart, man. He is not afraid of the moment. Let me tell you, he surprised everyone in the gym because he beat the number one seed. Like, no one thought he was going to beat this guy named Gino, who was the number one seed in the Brooklyn area. And Zach knocked him off with a big-time shot to end the game. And that's why in that video, that photo that you saw, I was like, I, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> I was in awe of the moment because I just didn't think he was going to knock him off. But he came focused and, and locked in. And uh, what an incredible job he did that weekend. I'm so happy for him. I'll say we hope the 518 is proud and, and hope that we can tune in 
and check this out in Vegas. Is this what you hoped it would be? You get six regionals. You've got, you know, 18 guys coming out of those four wild cards, 22 guys who are going to duke it out in Vegas. Did it come together the way you hoped? And what are your expectations for the finals in Vegas? You know what? This over exceeded my expectations. Like, seriously, I mean, from the first start in Houston until finishing out in L.A., I mean, it just was a snowball effect, kept building. Um, our social platforms are going crazy. It's the talk of, you know, uh, the basketball world out here. Every time I run into somebody, they're talking about OBL. Our friends are having the conversations and they come and tell me that they could be out somewhere and people know that they're affiliated with me and they ask them about it. So <laughs> listen, I, I, I'm, you know, it's really one of the happy moments of my life. Um, opposing to, you know, other than being drafted in the NBA playing 15 years, but this right here, I look forward to this every weekend. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a, uh, just fun moments of watching guys that I have become fans of. That's awesome. Um, and yeah, you, you have accomplished it all at the absolute <laughs> highest level. Um, I don't want to sound like the old guy here talking about like, Hey, let's get this thing on TV next year because Showtime is already with you. And, and heck, you know, the, the demographic here, just go, go watch it on YouTube anyway. Uh, or, or, or you broadcast <laughs> yeah. on Instagram live. I, I don't know. Like it doesn't have to be on ESPN the way TBT and the big three, whatever. Where does this go from here though, T-Mac? This is not a one and done thing. For no, you, right? no, yeah. this is not one and done. Absolutely not. Um, once we're, we're finished in Vegas, you know, we gather the team together and talk next steps. And that is, you know, how do we get this on TV? Um, do we go out to and, and secure a, a live streaming partner? Um, that is the goal. We're definitely coming back. I would say not for a second season. We're coming back for a first season because this season was just a proof of concept to really mm -hmm. show that we can pull it off. So we're coming back with another season and, and hopefully we land that television. Deal. Yeah. T-Mac, I got to tell you a funny story. I am not a hooper. I was a softball player and a soccer player. I did karate. I did everything but hoops. But I told Chris the other day, I'm like, you'll never believe this. I begged my parents to get me a pair of basketball shoes because I just wanted to wear them around and be cool. Your shoes were the first <laughs> time I had The old school blue and white T-Macs. I showed Chris a picture today. I'm like, look, you can still buy these things. He's like, yeah. Dude, those are pretty sweet. Yeah. So my uh, first basketball shoes were T-Macs. <laughs> oh, thank you. Shout out to your parents for buying those shoes. No Spending doubt. Some, I, I mean, money you know, <laughs> I was going to say, you. they're probably like, you don't play basketball. What do you need these things for? And I was like, I have to have them. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> yeah, when, when you were a kid – you didn't want basketball singers to play basketball. Right. They looked they looked cool. Yeah. You know, a lot yeah. of them you didn't even tie the laces. You, they just yeah. look good. <laughs> yeah. Uh all right, T Mac, before I let you get out of here, um the NBA, are we ready to embrace high school guys again? You obviously did it. Is it time to to go back to that where we can kind of discern the talent level? This guy at 18 is good enough to go play in the NBA. Yeah, I don't see why not. Um, look back, you know, you know I'm, I, I have to be biased in this situation because I did it. Kobe did it. Like when I came in um, and, you know, you, you're talking about high schoolers being the face of the NBA at that time, right? Yeah. Kevin Garnett, yeah. um, Kobe Bryant, Trace McGrady, Jermaine O'Neal, LeBron James, Dwight Howard. Like these guys did a phenomenal job. And I can't leave out that the guys that actually tried to pursue 
uh, making that jump had, had failed. It's it's more that failed than it actually made it. But you know, I don't see why not. You know, they do it in baseball. They do it in in, in tennis. Why not basketball? T-Mac, I'm not going to ask you to pick your winner in Vegas here, but because we got to get our, a plug-in for our guy, he already knocked off a one seed. Does he have as good a chance as anybody? Absolutely. Oh, this is one and done. Every This is like any given Sunday. Anybody can win, right? So it's, it's one and done. Everybody's going to be in shape because they know how important it is. This is $250,000. If, if you come to Vegas out of shape, shame on you. This is a golden opportunity, right? To change your life around. Um, but I yeah, absolutely he has a great shot. He's already knocked off the number one seed in the Brooklyn area. Um, he's capable of knocking off anybody that's in this tournament. Hey man, good on you. You believed in something, you put your money right on the line to back it up. It's blown up already. I have no doubt it's gonna be even bigger in what you are calling the first year next year. I've got family in Houston. They are going to be so jealous of the fact that I got to talk to you. So thank you. I've got some bragging rights in my family. I appreciate it, man. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Tracy, great, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, guys. Appreciate Tracy your time. Tracy McGrady with us. Thank you, T-Mac, man. Yes, be sir. well. At Marcella's Appliance Center, our commitment is to you, providing essential appliances that families depend on for cooking, refrigeration, cleaning, and sanitation, plus appliance repair. You can have peace of mind that Marcella's is here for you today and every day, like we have been since 1957, helping you make the right choice with trusted brands like Whirlpool, Maytag, KitchenAid, Jenner, and many more. Shop Marcella's Appliance Center in-store, online, or by phone. We're here for you. What do you get when you combine professional golf and country music? You get one of the best weekends of the summer as the LPGA Epson Tour and Concert on the Course come back to Pine Haven Country Club. We may not be teeing it off before the concert, but we'll have our cowboy boots on and we'll be dancing all night. To Michael Ray and Maddie and Tay at GNA's Concert on the Course, Saturday, July 9th at 7.30 p.m. We hope to see y'all there. And now back to Honorado and Company, brought to you by Alpenhouse. Speaking of concert on the course, uh, Maddie and Tay, Michael Ray, all three were guests here on Honorado and Company not all that long ago. Go check them out on the News Channel 13 social media channels, YouTube, maybe the easiest way to find it. But of course, Honorado and Company on Facebook as well. Fun conversations with the three of them. Concert's going to be a lot of fun. Weather looks yep. perfect. Um, so if you don't yet have tickets, you can still get tickets to see concert on the course Saturday night. Yes. And how about T Mac? Awesome. A lot of fun. Uh, a lot of Zach Rads fans watching the show today. Yeah, good. After them. Yeah, I was texting with Zach and I said, You're coming up in 10 minutes here. It wasn't. Yeah. A lot of Zach Rad fans. Of Zach is, it could have been, should have been, but we will have a story on News Channel 13 yes. specific to what Zach is doing. And I think you're going to see that Monday morning. You're going to see okay. that Monday morning on News okay. Channel 13. It'll be the week in which he competes in Vegas. So stay tuned for that yep. as well as we got a chance to talk with Zach at the Dags Gym 
in Schenectady to talk about his journey and coming back from some injuries and and really excelling at I mean what a level now like one on one basketball is it's brutal I I I hated playing one on one mostly <laughs> uh, you were conditioned to be a team right a player in a team sport and then it was like oh, now go play one on one that's mm-hmm. That was a difficult transition yeah. for me to make, but I understand it at the highest Probably level. Probably makes it a little easier when you're playing for $250,000. Well, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I'm just sure. saying it's a very difficult thing to do. And yeah. Zach uh, has proven that he's uh, no an doubt. elite one-on-one player in basketball. All right, Ash, let's get to the NFL news mm-hmm. of the week. And that is Baker Mayfield. Finally, the Browns now have a trade partner Finally. for their – Former number one overall pick, not even a handful of years ago, 2018. He was the number yep. one pick out of Oklahoma. As Baker Mayfield going from Cleveland to Carolina for not much. Where it, this is either a fifth or a sixth round pick, depending upon how much he plays uh, with, with the Panthers. So yep. low risk yep. for Carolina. Absolutely. And Cleveland's going to pick up most of the tab of the $18 yep. million he's owed. So. Yep. If I'm the Panthers, okay, I don't really have a quarterback. We have Darnold. We drafted Matt Corral. Let's add Baker into the main. Now we got a whole kind of quarterback competition mm-hmm. going on this summer. Yeah, and listen, you said it. Cleveland's on the hook for 10.5 of his contract. I believe Carolina is only playing 4.85. The rest of it kind of disappears unless he plays back into it, basically. Yeah. Um, it's it's a no-lose for Carolina. You've now got either an incredibly talented backup quarterback, or you've got a guy who's going to start in front of Sam Darnold. And if I'm the Carolina Panthers, I'm starting Baker Mayfield. And it, I don't even care. I, I don't care what happens in spring training. I'm starting Baker Mayfield. Sam Darnold has already proven that he's not going to be a franchise quarterback. Give it to Baker Mayfield. Give him the keys to the car and let him run with it. Go ahead. I don't disagree with your take on Darnold that he's already proven he's not a friend. But is Baker a franchise quarterback? I mean, hasn't Baker already proven that he's probably not a franchise quarterback? He's the best option on your roster, though. That's all you've got. So that's who you play. I'm not saying he's a franchise quarterback, but he's much better than Sam Darnold. He's got the electricity. He's got the big playability. If that guy could stay healthy, I'm not sure things go south in Cleveland. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, to me, he had like the one – his rookie year, he came on and played really well – um, yeah. Then he had the one year where right they get to the playoffs, um, and he had a good year. But the other two were very subpar. Yeah, turned the ball over a ton. But this year, I mean, everyone says this year he played through a significant injury. Instead of just you know saying, "Hey, I'm hurt. I'm going to go get it fixed." Played terribly, but played through a significant injury. It, if that's the reason why he was so bad, then you would think he's going to bounce back and be better this year. You threw this out there. Who starts? I. I I think Baker ends up starting too. You think Baker ends up starting as well. Um, Against his old team. What a week one matchup. What a week one matchup. That's incredible stuff. Nick says Cleveland shelling out big bucks for two quarterbacks. Correct. Who won't even play for them. Yeah. Potentially. They're going to have Jacoby Brissett starting at quarterback, and they're going to be paying millions to two guys who are not playing for them. It's unbelievable. It's Last week I said Nixie, it, it's Brownsy. It's they're they are 
everything you think the Browns could do when when they saw, when they picked Baker, you thought, oh, this is cha- this is going to be like kind of a change. It's it's going to be good for them, and it was for a little bit, and then everything just kind of went in the toilet. But that's it. Feels like it's that's how things go with Cleveland. And by the way, Nick with the little oh, who day here. So he, as a fan of another team in the AFC North, you know he's loving the fact that. Cleveland trades away Baker, who would have been a, a nice option for the games in which Watson is suspended. Deshaun Watson will be suspended yeah, for some I games. Mean, Come on, people. He's yeah. going to miss some of, if not all, of this season. I think Goodell might be pretty heavy-handed here. So you don't have Baker as an option as a Bengals fan. You know, Nick is loving that. And he says, greetings from Aaron Rodgers' tattoo. <clears throat> I had to what, look what it is, up. What is that thing? What is that thing he put on his body? He's... You know how weird he is? Are you surprised? No, but that was pretty weird. I mean, if you haven't seen it, look it up. I hadn't seen it, so I looked it up while we were in commercial. Yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah, we, we've done this before. We're usually a little more high-tech than this on the show, but with kind of the late, the, the late breaking stuff here, this is the tattoo. <laughs> You got a pretty good look at that, yeah, actually. Yeah, it's not bad. There's an eyeball, a couple lions staring at each other, some water, yeah. sunset, compass-looking thing, some constellations. I mean, it is really something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. Whatever. It's his left arm. I'm more worried about his right arm. Okay? Yep. That's, I get that. But, but that is strange. Yep, you got it. Very strange. Uh, Jeff Casey says, such a Cleveland move. Yeah. Two quarterbacks, a lot of money. Neither one, neither one will play for week one, right? There's no way Deshaun Watson plays week one, right? I, I don't think so. If he does, it's because there hasn't been a decision yet, but there has to be a decision. Cheers to the artist, he says. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is pretty good. I yeah, mean, look, well done. Aaron Rodgers should be able to get somebody who can do a, a tattoo. A artists are very tattoo. talented people. A good looking tattoo. He should be able to figure that one out. Um, all right, let's take a quick time out here, Ash, on Honorado and Company. By the way, um, each and every week we hop on here, if you're watching us on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, is where you will find our weekly KPM Restoration Rapid Reaction. Did a couple last week because we had a lot in yeah. the way of news. The Kevin Herter trade, of course. Also, Kevin Durant. The Kevin Durant trade request. We'll get yep. into a couple of those things here uh, as well before we say goodbye this week. The continued conference realignment in college athletics. I, I tend to just want to say college football because yeah. that's why these schools are leaving the Pac-12 for the Big Ten. And I think the ACC to the SEC at some point, too, with some of these schools, Clemson, Florida State, and Miami, they, they should be ready to go tomorrow to the SEC. They should be looking at their options and their contracts. So stay tuned here for our weekly KPM restoration rapid reaction on Honorado and company. All right, Ash, quick time out here. When we come back, we've got the Popeyes Louisiana fast minute still to go. And when does Durant get, I thought it'd already be done. Yeah, I thought so too. Does it get done? This is interesting. Does it get done? I, I wonder. Is this a power play by KD to maybe just kind of get something else he wants in this franchise? Back right after this. Fire, water, smoke, mold, and sewage cleanup. Reconstructing your home after a disaster can be both stressful and demanding. 
KPM Restoration will work quickly to restore your home. We'll help provide complete damage restoration to your property. My problem was that uh, I was traveling. There was a leak in my basement. We called KPM. They came in at 9 o'clock at night and were there till 2 o'clock in the morning until the problem was solved. KPM Restoration. We'll get you back to normal. And now, back to Honorado and Company. Brought to you by Alpenhaus. Man, we've got some great local business partners with us on the show. A shout out to all of them. A thanks to all of them. You see them in each and every single commercial break. Their logos there, the way we promote the show on News Channel 13 as well. It's not possible without them. So we appreciate their support here. To, uh, this allows us to do something we enjoy to do. And hopefully you enjoy watching as well and yeah. interacting and chiming in. All right, Ash, we've got the Popeye's Louisiana Fast Minute here. You are up first. Here we go. My, I'm going a little soft. This is a pulling at the heartstrings, sports mm. stories that are just kind of feel good. And I love the trend of teams and players. Listen, it used to be like full page ads. Now you're going Twitter and videos and such. Kevin Herter thanking the organization. This is probably a little more for the fans um, and the city for embracing him. But yeah, thanking the organization. And then the Hawks obviously thanking Red Velvet, as they call him, or Kayvon. They put out a video, man. Ooh, it almost got me. It was pretty emotional. Um, but then you see this too, and the Kings are happy to have him in Sacramento. So I just love the feel-good nature of the way sports are trending, specifically the NBA, I think, of players, despite being traded by a team, you know, leaving things on, not burning bridges, leaving things on the positive note, and then being welcomed warmly to his new destination of Sacramento. And you see that happening everywhere. DeJounte Murray did that in uh, San Antonio before he went to Atlanta. I like, I like the positivity and the feel good of all this. Yeah, what I think is interesting, and you saw it there in his tweet, I didn't pay close enough attention to it until just now, is yeah. is he refer Kevin refers to himself as Kayvon. Mm -hmm. He has always seemed very resistant to the Red Velvet nickname. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think he once well, explained it to me as, that's like a cake. Does that mean I'm soft? I said, no, man, it means you're no. smooth like yeah. Red Velvet. Then I that think he was, okay, that's not so bad. But I did think that in the Sacramento Post and the Atlanta Post, they go red velvet. Yeah. It's Kevin went cave on. Well, yeah, but to be fair, I think red velvet, and I don't know this for sure, was that create that was created before he went to Atlanta in Maryland. People had called him that before he went to Atlanta. Yes. Kayvon is a very Atlanta yeah. specific thing. His okay. teammates called him that. That was something that the Genesis was in Atlanta. So I think yeah. that's why he went that way. Okay. Red Velvet is a more, I think, widely accepted name for him, but I don't believe that was Atlanta original. No, you're right. You're right. That started in Maryland. That's why. Yeah, yeah. you're right about that. I, okay. Red Velvet to me is the, one of the greatest nicknames on the planet. I, I wouldn't go by anything other than that. I'm I did see a tweet you. of a Sacramento fan that was like, well, we can't call him Kayvon or Red Velvet. We need a new nickname. And I'm like, hold on a second. No, that's not the point. You embrace the nickname. You embrace Red Velvet. You just take it and run with it. I saw an Atlanta fan say, hey, that's ours. No, you can't call him that. But no. I'm with you. It's it, it, it Red has Velvet to is not theirs. Yeah. And you get a good nickname. The nickname sticks with you. Yeah, you got to stick. I I agree. Yeah, I think it's the, one of the greatest nicknames in the NBA. 
Yeah. I can't think of a better one. I mean, the Greek freak is obviously that's a, that's a slam dunk. It's that's the greatest nickname in the NBA, but red velvet is a really good, it's, it's top five for me. Definitely. And we could waste a ton of time on this, uh, spitballing other, other nicknames in the NBA. There aren't, maybe there aren't as many as we think. Yeah. Not a ton. Not like that. Yeah. Not that aren't just like herder. You know what I mean? Not that aren't just like last names or things like that. Yeah. Right. Obviously Kobe was Mamba, Mm -hmm. but like even the greatest players in the league now, um, Doncic doesn't have a nickname. Right. Yeah, he's just Luca. Trey Young gets Ice Trey, I yep. guess. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, that I, I would bet maybe there aren't as like there's yep. There's some. Yep. But yeah, okay. not a ton. All right, my Popeye's Louisiana fast minute. Here we, here go. we go. A little a little local love All right. from me here this week. And the Albany Patroons, if you're watching us on Thursday, they play tonight in what will be the championship deciding game at the Washington Avenue Armory, 7 o'clock tip-off. This is a a franchise that has gone through a number of different kind of leagues and looks, but it continues to win from the 80s to the 90s to the 2000s and under different coaches as well. We all know about the success with Phil Jackson, George Carl, back in the CBA days. Derek Rowland got a title not too long ago with the the Patron, and now Will Brown. And now Will Brown, who just always finds a way to win. I say it all the time. This guy is a heck of a basketball coach. Good for him to kind of take on a new challenge of coaching professionals. They're getting it done. The Albany mm-hmm. Patroons, what, 2,200 people there yep. on Wednesday night to see it in game two. They win tonight because home court advantage has been such a big thing for them. So the Albany I mean, Patroons will bring home another title. You got Greg. You I know. Did you love that? Yeah. Uh they're 19 and 0 at the Armory. Yep. It's absurd. Yeah, I think they win tonight. They put they're a different team at the Armory than they are on the road. Yeah, and maybe Quite the simple. right, maybe that goes for every team, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why Shreveport yeah. struggles a little bit. They had a huge lead in game 2, right? And then it shriveled a little bit, but they still won by double digits. Shreveport uh the game last night? Albany, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They they were up 20 in like the second quarter and it kind of fizzled back, but it never got closer than maybe 9, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So good for them. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, winner take all. They went from as I said this morning, they went they went from winner go home to winner take all. Yep. Not so bad. Well, three game series. Will Sam be in the house again, I wonder. I don't He's know. watching. You know he'll answer me here before we Say goodbye. Uh, we do have some breaking news here to get to, too, as well, Ash. If you have the details on it, help me fill in some of the blanks here. Everybody knows that Brittany Griner has been held in a Russian jail for mm-hmm. the last four months, I think it's we're saying now. Can you believe long. that it's that long? Um, she was stopped at an airport mm-hmm. um, and now facing drug charges. Um, it would cannabis is what we're talking about here. Yeah. Hashish oil. Correct. So she is detained Mm -hmm. and is it a political power play by Russia? Is it because of her status (laughs) in America? Is it simply because she's American? Anyway, she was going before a judge today at a a Moscow, um, court Mm -hmm. and we have the result of that ash. Yep. Pleaded guilty um, 
and just said that it was inadvertent and asked the court for mercy. I basically think she's now just kind of like giving in for lack of a better word, because she's realized like, you're not going to fight this, but if you play nice, she she's called Biden. She had a conversation with uh, president Joe Biden the other day to try to help have him help get her. But like, nope. listen, it, it has become so political. Russia wants a terrorist in exchange for Brittany Griner, which at some point I think you're just going to do it because you have a somewhat innocent woman who was over there playing professional basketball, who is now stuck in a Russian jail. And listen, the, it's different. It's not America. So it's very different, but the sentencing for her crime is significant. It's ten like years. potentially 10 years. Yeah. Um, you can't let her stay in jail for 10 years for this. If I'm Brittany Griner and I hope she, you can't ever go back. You can't go oh, back no. to Russia, just no. play. But this is the problem. You're not getting paid enough in the WNBA and you're forcing your players to go elsewhere. Now you can go elsewhere and not go to Russia, which is or China. You do, if you don't want to, the WNBA needs to get it together. I know they've recently upped the minimum, but it's still not enough. You got to let these people play and give them enough to survive and not have to go to places like Russia. I'm with you. You can't go back. Um, there are too many places now where it's just unsafe. I don't know that Jimmer would say he felt unsafe in China or if no. there are athletes who would say I'm not going to play there because mm -hmm. of some of the political practices. Mm -hmm. um, but, yes, you can't now. And, and, and some of it is on the WNBA. Mm -hmm. Some of it's on the players to go mm -hmm. choose other locations. Correct. Um, we all, you need some more bigger investors in the WNBA. It's getting there. The ratings are actually pretty they're, good. If you, if you really pay good. attention to them, they're actually pretty they're good. Really so good. advertisers, let's go get on the WNBA bandwagon here. Yep. People go buy tickets to see these incredibly talented women play the sport of basketball. Let's find a way that like you said, to make yep. it good enough Okay, they're not going to get $52 million a year the way right. Jokic will in Denver, but let's make it good enough that these players don't feel the need in their off seasons to play internationally. Yeah. Should should America have done more here? And the guy that Russia wants, I think his nickname is like the Merchant of Death. Oh, um, should America have done more here? They, they, everyone's like, well, what more? There's always more that can be done, and that is that applies to everything in life. Yeah. Can, you can always do more, and I wonder – should America have done more than it did in the attempt to to get Brittany Griner back home more than it has done? Because I would argue it hasn't done anything yet, really. I'm sure there have been conversations, yeah, but, you don't, but, but enough so of much. an effort, enough I, of an effort. I mean, I'm not going to be the one to judge that because there are probably people, multiple people that have been dedicated to her case since it happened, um, which we, we don't see that stuff day in and day out. Uh, but listen, at the end of the day, it's a it's a power play by Russia. If this was me, I probably would have been home. Uh, how many? It's been four months, three months. I probably yeah. would have been home a week after it happened. This it's because she is Brittany Griner, and they know she's worth something, and she's a political or she's a a public figure. She's a superstar. It is that for that reason that they're making it. I think to the next extreme. It may have been much easier for Joe Biden to get you or me out of prison than it is to get her. Yeah, and to be fair, everybody's talking about Brittany Griner. There have been Americans in the past and currently yep. that are being held in international countries yep. because they are American. Yep. Uh, the Biden administration called the this a political pawn mm -hmm. by Russia. Um, exactly. All right, we'll see where this goes from here. She pleads guilty. 
knowing what the potential sentence is, yep. hoping for some mercy from a Moscow court. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, Jeff, I don't want to be Jeff, in her position. No. Jeff Casey, Thunder player signing today. Love it. Cool. Get those guys on the, the draft tonight. And the draft tonight. Yeah, let's see who the devil's draft. You know what? I got bad news. It's not going to make a difference. We need a goalie. Get a darn goalie already. My goodness. All right, before we say goodbye, we have to we have to talk about this, don't we? Because I feel like we talk about it every stinking week. Yeah, but not that. I mean, that Aaron, is... Aaron Judge hit a grand slam on Wednesday. It's his third career grand slam. It's his 30th home run this season. We have just crossed the midway point in terms of 81 Was that our games. Guess, did we get thirty? By, we well, we talked about will he get to thirty by the yeah. All Star break? I said absolutely. Well, he's um, there. and he's there, and the All Star break is still almost two weeks oh, away. Yeah, I say ten days away. It's the nineteenth, and we're sitting here on the seventh, so okay. um, a week and a half. If you're watching us on my four on Saturday night, yeah. sixteen runs, and oh by the way, it was nothing, nothing going to the fifth inning. Wasn't and that's it? the thing; it was scoreless through four. Yeah. That's the. I think that was the most impressive part. I looked at the box score and I thought, is that even possible? And I tried to look it up and the pitchers were out of order. So that made it more confusing because I knew, I'm like, wait a second. It had it as like the starting pitcher went one inning, gave up six runs. I'm like, how did they not score mm -hmm. until the fifth inning? So they just flip-flopped it. Either way, it, pretty unbelievable. And not only did Aaron Judge hit a grand slam, then Aaron Hicks hit one. Right. Did you see the Pirates broadcaster? So they brought in, I, I believe, just a... Uh, field player to pitch player. Yep. give up a bajillion runs in the ninth inning john carlos stanton then hits another home run right. to make it 15 or 16 and the pirates broadcaster says this is ridiculous <laughs> he was go, wrong go talk to ownership man or talk to your manager like what do you expect when you put in a guy who's gonna throw lollipops yeah i mean right look the the pirates beat the yankees the night before yeah, five two or whatever it yeah. was um but 16 in four innings mm -hmm. Ooh. tough to do tough to do they are a juggernaut of an offense i still i'm not saying it won't be but i'm i'm no longer interested now in the regular season i yeah. want to know if it works in october yeah I, I mean what are they up in the division 12 and a half 14 and a half it's something absurd yeah 13 some 13 and they're half, going maybe. to win the al east yeah uh, i want to know does this work in october and does it beat Houston? Now, there's still that race that will play out in the second half in terms of home field advantage. Do I have to go to Houston for four? Or do I get the Astros at my place for four? That will be a, a something to watch for sure yeah. in the second half of the season. Thank you for watching us here each and every single week. Honorado and Company on News Channel 13's Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. And Saturday nights is the only local televised sports talk show in the area. Have a great weekend, everyone.